uh, please turn your Bible with me to the book of Luke. From glory to glory, that's my heritage in Christ, and nothing shall hinder it in Jesus' name. Amen. Luke chapter 18. Luke chapter 18. Luke chapter 18. Luke chapter 18. Brethren, I want to encourage you not to give up and to continue to be steadfast. There is something that, um, you know, the Lord has opened my eyes to see consistently. It's not dream, it's not vision, but real life. And again, that's, God always used that to talk to me. What is that? Indeed, sometimes when people are close to their blessings, um, they give up. They give up. We've had instances in the past um, where the Lord had prepared um, a gift for a family a long time ago. And uh, including the, the, their children. And so that woman, uh, we were expecting to see her and the family on the following Sunday in church. But she was not in church. I followed up with her to see how she and the children are doing. She said they are fine. I didn't tell her there was a gift from God to them, because if I told her, she would have come because of the gift. And so I didn't see her again. I followed up again and again. So one day, while the gift was there sitting on my table in the, in the church, and it's been there for weeks, for weeks, we didn't see this woman, we didn't see her children. And the Lord said, that is what happened to my children. When I prepare something for them, they give up in the middle. They don't show up. My prayer for you is this. You will not miss your appointed day of blessing in the name of Jesus. And then, brethren, sometimes what we watch in the movie, it's real. It's real. The same thing, exactly what I'm telling you now also happened in a movie. I, a woman has been preaching, dedicated, doing everything she can to advance the kingdom of God. And, uh, you know, her husband was a pastor, but she got frustrated. She said she needed money. Got frustrated, won't listen to the, what the husband is saying or what God is saying. She just made up her mind. She was tired of evangelism not knowing that God had prepared somebody to bless her. But from the time she stopped evangelism, that was the time that helper of destiny was looking for her. Long story short, as because she didn't show up for months, you know, a lot of trouble for, for, you know, for her husband, threatening and a lot of things. At the end of the day, God is another woman who just started evangelism. It's like say a few days. And God told the woman that was looking to bless somebody. And God said, well, you didn't find her. Give it to another person. My prayer for you again is that you will not miss your own blessing. I will not miss my own blessing. My blessing will not pass me by in the name of Jesus. So, brethren, let us be faithful in our duty post. 
like the physical gift that I talked about, maybe this story is for somebody. The physical gift, after waiting, well, the Lord, there was somebody else that came and the Lord said, give them the gift. That was how we gave out the gift to somebody else. Up to today, this woman I'm talking about, they don't know about this. Brother, don't give up. Don't let the enemy tell you, oh, you serve God too much. Oh, you are doing this too much. No, everything we do for God is for our own good. And the Lord will reward you. Luke chapter 18. <clears throat> and I read from verse 28. Actually, the exhortation line for a few minutes that we have left is also tied to this story, to this uh, what the Lord want, what I shared with you now by the help of God. Now, then Peter said, Lo, we have left all and followed thee. And he said unto them, Verily I say unto you, there is no man, there is no woman, there is no children, there is no youth, there is no family, there is no church. That had left house or parents or brethren or wife or children for the kingdom of God's for the kingdom of God's sake, who shall not receive manifold more in this present time. Remember, we are talking about walking with God in times like this. And Jesus responded to them. Who shall not receive manifold more in this present time and in the world to come life everlasting? God has been speaking to us on working with God in times like this. We have looked at the cost. What does it cost you? We have looked at the examples. And also, we began yesterday by looking at what then do you gain by even working with God? What is the blessings of you working with God? What do you get from it? Um, if time permits, we'll take three. If time did not permit, we'll leave the rest until God gives us opportunity again. Now, from this story, at a point, Peter, similar to the, the first narration, Peter came to him. You know, Peter was very vocal. And he says, see, we have left everything. Maybe that's what you are thinking in your heart. Maybe you are beginning to give God reason, many reasons. And say, I've left all. Now, and said, what, are, what do we even gain by following you, Jesus? You don't have a house. Anywhere we see, any city we get to, we just lay our head and sleep. Though we are not hungry, uh, we are not working with barefooted. Our clothes will not wear out. Uh, you waste money inside the fish, you know, you, you know, they will send me your miracle so many times. But Lord Jesus, excuse me, we, <laughs> I have some questions. I need you to clarify something. And Peter said, well, what do I gain? What do we gain? That's the same question for happening in our heart sometime, or maybe right now. You're asking yourself, what do I gain by coming to Revival Hour every morning? What do I gain for attending Bible study? What do I gain by all this prayer and fasting that never ends anyway? What do I gain by, you know, Jesus, by following Jesus? I want you to know. Jesus says something. He said, there's no man, and no man here means that, including woman. No man, no man that had left houses. So maybe you have, it's appear you've forsaken 
you know, it could be extended family. It could be extended family. It could be your closed ones, your old friends. I tell you, one of the, the complaints I've received from my old, really, really old friend, childhood friend, secondary school friend, even some university friend, is that um, I'm too busy for them. And brethren, that is the truth. I'm busy with the work of my father. And I can't leave the work of my father and be attending or be sitting down on social media and be chatting. I don't have that time. And that's just the truth. Now, am I trying to prove a point to them? No. I'm just saying that, yes, so like Jesus said, I must go about my father's business. Because on the last day, I'm going to stand with him. And no friend can save me on that day. If I know family, can even save me. I say, ah, David, no. So, brethren, now, so maybe you are in the same shoe right now. God is the one talking to you this morning. God is saying, what is the reward you stand to gain for working with God? We look at number four. We look at four of them yesterday. Number five, you gain earthly reward. Brethren, myself and my household, we are living testimony. By the grace of God, when I came into this land, I knew nobody except God. But right from the first day to this moment, God has been ordering our staff. Even after I, you know, we got married and my wife joined me here and so on, we knew nobody. We had no, in fact, if somebody would tell me I would ever travel across the, the, the shore of uh, Nigeria, where I came from, what would come to my mind is the United States of America. You know why? I have maybe, at least I have maybe, let's say, I have four families now. At least the same father, the same mother. So I have people and they were actually even working on that for me to come to the States instead, even after we got here. So what is my point, brethren? So when I came in, there was nobody, but I had confidence in God. But today now, I can give God the glory, but that's not even compared to where God is still taking me and my household to. Now, the same thing with you. Now, you are all our family. We are your family. Do you know that as uh, you know, we, we spend more time with the brethren than we spend with our extended family? The same thing with you. So you are our family. You know, a man of God said the same thing. So I'm saying, you know, all God is bringing this so that it's a practical life of a Christian. The life of a Christian might even require abandoning your extended family, just like or abandoning, you know, your, your close friends. Like I cited my own example. A man of God said, he was also in the same shoe talking about the same matter, encouraging brethren to be steadfast. See, there was a time when, the, you know, him and his wife, of course, very dedicated. The wife is a medical doctor. He was a teacher, but he has gone into full time for a long time. And he said something. He said there was a time his family, his mother, his mother in particular said, this the way you are living your life, you and your wife, uh, you know, the way you are living your life, you abandon family, you don't even have time for you know all this for all this one. He said, told them, say, Mama, don't worry, God will give us family. He has written it in his word. Now, he said the same mama, but the mama first sick when mama was old, the man of God was sharing his experience. He said it was the same brethren that God used. He said the way they took care of mama. Mama now say, ah, my son, the word of God is true. Indeed, God has given you brothers 
God has given you sisters that are even much more than your blood brother. So it is real. It is real. It is real. He said they were the one why he was from here to here preaching and all over the, the, the place, the Africa, all over the world now that God has opened us for the work he has completed that. He said, the same brethren that Mama was saying that he was spending too much time with them were the same brethren that was looking after Mama while he was old. Mama herself will testify that the way they took care of her was even much more the way our, our children took care of her. So brethren, the same prophet asked the question. So in this world, what do you gain by walking with God? You gain brothers. You gain sisters. Like our father and the Lord walking share too, Pastor here at the boy. He said today he has many houses all over the world. His houses cannot be counted, of course. Of course, if Daddy Gio said he's coming to town, said, David, you are privileged. I'm coming to Winnipeg. And it's your house. Ah, <laughs> me and my wife will dust our master bedroom. We will dust our house. We will, we will make it look like heaven and earth as it is, even more glorious. Why? Because Daddy Gio is coming. Daddy Gio won't say, I'm coming to your house. Will I say no? Ah, no. Or that you say is coming to your house, would you say no? No, that is what it means. So that you say, I have many houses all over the world today. That is true. So brethren, don't be discouraged. Don't say, what am I gaining in all these things? There's a lot you're gaining. In this world, you gain brothers, you gain sisters, you gain family, you gain so many things, even material things, you gain them. Number five, the greatest of it, eternal life which is what you gain by working with God in times like this. Jesus told them, yes, I give you, you have all these things in this world. But he says something in the same Luke chapter 10, when he sent them on a mission. Luke chapter 10, verse 20. Uh, this will be the much we can take this morning. Luke 10, verse 20. He said, notwithstanding, in this rejoice not, that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather, Rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Brethren, that is the greatest joy to my soul. That is the greatest joy to our soul. That our names are written in heaven. For me, that is the greatest. It's nothing material in this world. It's not anything material that God, you know, God has given or that is still going to give, but our names are written in heaven. So, brethren. Rejoice because I know your names are written in heaven. Maybe you are here this morning, you are not born again. Maybe all these things we are talking about, they still look strange to you. Or maybe you are even calling Christian fool. They say they are fool. They don't know what they are. No, we are not fool. We are just following God. And God says that he uses the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. So you are here this morning, you have not come in time with Jesus. You have not really experienced the, what it means to serve Jesus, what to love him. Now, this morning, you have an opportunity. Why the rest of you are beginning to appreciate God for the grace? Do you know there are many that God said, this one will not be saved, and he sent them. They're on their way to hell. Some are in hell now. But you, he brought you out of darkness. Give him the glory for that. Begin to appreciate him, not because you are better. There's nothing God is doing in your life right now. The great, if I had the strength to wake up, he gave it to you because he wanted to use it for him. So appreciate him for him bringing you out of darkness into, into, your, into his marvelous life. Appreciate him for his hand over your life. Appreciate him for his plan for your life. 
Now you are here, you are not born again. I want you to repeat after me and say, Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner and I know I cannot help myself. Please forgive me my sins. Write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, I come to you this morning. Please, Lord, give me a new heart or prove the seed of sin out of my heart. Lord Jesus, I come to you this morning. Lord Jesus, fill me with the Holy Ghost according to your word in the book of Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13. Thank you, Shant of this, Lord, as many that have prayed this prayer. I want to thank you for saving their soul. You know them. I don't know them. They may see me, but Lord Jesus, you can even see them all. I pray this morning, forgive them their sin. Lord, help them to really have this, the, the encounter. They let them know you one-on-one. -on -one. Please reveal yourself to them. And I pray, Lord, all the blessings you have ordained for them, let them begin, let it begin to manifest now. In the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. Lord, I bless your name. In Jesus' most powerful name, we have prayed. Quickly, you have four prayer points to pray. In addition to what you have prayed, your number two prayer is you are going to say, Father, please do not, do not let me give up. Do not let me give up at the edge of my breakthrough. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Maybe the enemy has been telling you, what do you even gain? You are just waking up in the morning, saying you are praying, you are praying, you are praying. What do you even gain? You, what do you gain? Or sometimes the enemy might speak to you. Uh, can't you apply some wisdom anyway? No, don't listen to the devil. Just like I've cited practical examples, it's happening in real life, even in the spiritual realm, how people that God has promised to bless, he has prepared blessing for them, but they are nowhere to be found. Pray and say, Father, do not allow me to give up at the edge of my breakthrough. I will not give up at the edge of my breakthrough. In the name of Jesus, Lord Jesus, Lord, unto you I commit myself. Unto you I commit my soul, my body, my spirit. Lord Jesus, you own my life. I don't own it. It's your own. Please, Lord Jesus, do not allow me or any of my brethren to give up at the edge of their breakthrough. Today, remember them for good. Remember me for good. Remember all your children that are laboring for you all over the world, all the men of God, their household, Lord Jesus, all the missionaries, Lord, all on the field. Lord Jesus, remember them for good. In Jesus' name, we are praying. You are going to say, Father, please do not let me lose out of eternity with you. Open your mouth and pray. I will not lose out of eternity with my God. I will not lose out of eternity. That's the greatest, brethren. There is nothing. This world is temporal. Lord, I will not lose out of eternity with you. Please don't let me lose out. My family will not lose out. I will not lose out. I will not end up like Lord wife. In the name of Jesus, I will not look back. Now, or even in my old age, in the name of Jesus, my wife will not look back. Now, or even in our old age, my children will not look back. Now, or even in their old age, our brethren will not look back. Now, even in their old age, in the name of Jesus, Father, please don't let me lose out of eternity. I will not lose out of eternity. In Jesus' mighty name, we are friends. Second to the last prayer point, you are going to say, Father. Father. You are going to say, Father. Father. Order my step today. Order my step today. Open your mouth and make that your prayer. Pray for your family. Pray for your children. 
pray for your parents, pray for your household, order my step today. You know what that means? You don't know the way to go. You don't, when you pray that prayer, there's a reason behind it. It's because there are some things that you need to know or the places you need to go. You may not know it where your blessings are, but when you pray that prayer, the Lord by His Spirit begins to guide you. Father, order my step. Order my world. Take control of today in the name of Jesus. I cover each one of you with the blood of Jesus. You're going in and coming out in Jesus' most powerful name. We are praying. Now, lastly, ask him what you want and then begin to give him thanks for answer prayer. Begin to bless him now for answer prayer. It is done in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' most powerful name, we have prayed. Eternal Rock of Ages, I want to thank you especially again this morning. Thank you for your word, your brother to us, for encouraging us, empowering us, for stirring up our heart. Again, even uh, through your word, Holy Spirit will return the glory to you. This morning I pray, every earthly reward that belongs to us, please, Father, do not allow any one of us to miss it in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord Jesus, we come against the spirit of discouragement. We come against the spirit that, that turns the heart of men against the truth. That evil spirit, it will not enter your heart. It will not enter your home. It will not enter my heart. It will not enter my home. In the mighty name of Jesus, this morning, Father, I pray, Lord, eternal life, which is the which is the greatest. You desire us that after we have finished our race successfully here on earth, that we come to eternal life. Lord, I pray for myself, my brethren, and everyone that will yet join us in the future, and those that will hear this podcast, and those, Lord, even those that did not come this morning. I pray in the name of Jesus. Let no one miss eternity with you. In the name of Jesus. We will not lose out. Our children will not lose out. Our descendants will not lose out. Our brethren, our family members will not lose out. To you alone be all the glory. As your people go out today, favor them. Surround them with your shield. Protect them. Guide them. Lord, let it be well with them. In Jesus' most powerful name, we have prayed.